0: Hello and welcome to Solid Steps Radio. My name is Chad Russell. That is Kurt Souter. We are the co-hosts of the show and it is a show for men by men talking about things from a man's perspective. Thank you for listening. We hope you're listening on purpose but if you're listening on accident, uh, we are here to talk about things that, uh, you know, all kinds of topics in life. We talk about Everything that uh, would be pertinent to your life, whether it's marriage, relationships, money, sex, we don't talk about that enough, but we will talk about that through (laughs) (laughs) different aspects as far as... uh, We could never talk about that enough. (laughs) So we're talking about all kinds of different things, and how you doing today, Kurt? You doing okay? Uh, Yeah, doing fantastic. Good? Yeah. So uh, today we're talking about, it's very pertinent, we we tape the show on Tuesday morning, and uh, we tape it during different times of year, so depending on when you hear this, it may be during a podcast or... Maybe in the dead of winter, but we're taping this show right around that time of year that you start getting those invitations in the mail, right? You start getting those stack of invitations and you realize who's graduating from high school and then who's graduating maybe from college. And you look at these kids and you think, wait a minute, that kid could not possibly be graduating from high school. Ellie is a perfect example. Your youngest daughter graduates high school this year, her senior year. Is that right?
1: It's done, brother.
0: And she was in my wedding.
1: Yeah, yes. A little
0: five-year-old flower girl walking down the aisle just so many few years ago. So it's amazing how, <laughs> how, how quick time flies by. So, But today's topic we're talking about is that college experience. We're talking to a couple guys today who are in the middle of that college experience and another gentleman who is right in the thick of it in regards to helping men to kids, uh, making that transition from high school to college and how you can live in faith in, in a world that may not be as uh, on the same page as you.
1: Yeah, m- most college campuses are not the, uh, the epitome of Christ likeness. And um, G- Chad, you're going to make a comment there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> 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 so, okay, so we got Chad Mosteller, we got Avery, and my, and my son, Drew and uh, it's great to have you three on the show and so we're, d- we're just gonna unpack what it means to uh be in the middle of college life and uh just really pick your brains and really uh, hear from your heart so drew uh, you are in the middle of uh tell us where you are right now so uh
2: right now i'm trying to think <laughs> when you asked me this i was trying to think what i actually am in college <laughs> um i I'm a junior, I guess. Well, I, I'm going to be a senior, but uh, my college experience hasn't been quite like most people's. I've been to Moody Bible Institute out, out in Spokane right after high school. I was there for a semester, took a year off school. Um, in that year off school, I just decided, I prayed about it, made the decision to go to the University of Kentucky. Um, so I've been there for two years, been studying communications, um, minoring in Spanish, and So I will graduate next spring there. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you took a year off.
1: It was when mom and I
2: actually took this last semester off of classes as well. So a year and a half in total. Yeah.
1: You took a you took some time off. Mom passed away, and Mm -hmm. you needed to kind of regroup and kind of figure out what God was uh, was calling you to do. Yep. And
2: uh, it's an it's an interesting phase of life right now to 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 have to not have a mom to lose your mom now has just been it's been a crazy season you uh you know you're trying to figure out what you want to do with your life you're trying to figure out um what your relationship with the Lord looks like what your relationship with your dad looks like with your family and uh and so yeah that's it's that's been a whole like separate journey in addition to college you know, being life. a college student which is
1: it's yeah, it's been a journey for sure. Yeah, Avery, you've been uh,
3: you've been at UK for the last how long? Well, I guess it would be uh, four years now. But I went to U of uh, for one semester, my first semester, right out of high school, which is one of the things I would have changed um, coming out of high school. But um, you're you're studying what? I'm doing mechanical engineering, so that's why it's going to take me five years because math. So
1: mechanical, Chad. What? Mechanical engineering. Can't even spell it. <laughs> it starts with an M. That's all you got to know. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, so, and you're going to graduate next spring. Uh, yep, next May. That's the plan. Mm, that's the plan. That's good. And so uh, the first semester with L, and then uh, UK since then. Mm-hmm. Did you, take, did you take any break at all? No breaks. No. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> and Chad, you have been working with uh, UofL students for how long now?
4: I've been down at U University of Louisville for five years. Really?
1: Has it been five?
4: five wow. Five years.
1: Yeah. So tell us, uh, give us a real quick update on your family.
4: Update on family. We have uh, my son Liam, who's seven. My he daughter. is not seven
1: years old. Yes. He is seven. seven. Oh my goodness, seven.
4: Okay. My daughter Reese, who just turned four. And my son Rowan, who just turned one. <laughs> and we're done biologically. <laughs> That's good. Okay, so. Um, Chad, what what really
1: led you to ministry to students at U I L?
4: I was college pastor at at Southeast Christian at the time, and honestly was uh, praying through my neighborhood at walking my dog and and just praying. I really felt like the Lord was leading us to uh, to work with international students, particularly at University of Louisville, and so went down to U of L and. I met a guy, Chris Morgan, who I've known for a long time. I reached out to him and called, uh, called Chris and just asked him, you know, hey, here's my heart. Let me, let me share my heart with you and, and asked him about uh, what was going on on the campus. And he told me to show up on a Monday night, which was when FCA met uh, with all the student athletes. And so I started serving there on Monday nights and it's now turned into almost a full-time gig. With uh, with Fellowship of Christian Athletes, I'm on staff at Southeast Christian Church too, as well, and where I serve as a community pastor and uh, at the church. Dude, you're busy, Mm. pretty busy, busy.
1: (laughs) That's really busy. So, um, we we want to talk with you guys about um, what, how how do you? I mean, there's in the midst of college world. I mean, there is. Um I mean frankly it's it's a lot of paganism going on. I mean there's just partying after party and a lot of stuff. And Drew and Avery, you guys were both RAs. Des- we, we sure were, yeah. Descri- describe being an RA in the middle of UK world.
2: It's I mean it's crazy. Um you get to you get to your college campus and so on a college campus, um, I mean, I was really, I praise the Lord that I went to Eastern High School because uh, a lot of my friends, they, they were, you know, grew up in uh, Cal or like a different, and, and I, not that Cal doesn't have some of the same things, but you just kind of grew up around non-believers through high school, and it was kind of a little bit of a preparation, but it's still nothing compared to the college scene. I think parents of college students don't even really understand sometimes often what they're sending their kids into. Um, you know, especially with uh, I mean, just the party life is—it's dominant. It's crazy um, how easy it is to get involved with, and just like kind of the stuff that's taking place. And so, so,
1: so when you walk when you walk on the campus, you, you're 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 just getting getting to school, mm-hmm. and I mean, you are being flooded with opportunities galore to party.
2: To party, to be with girls—I mean, to anything that the world has to offer—a big SEC school like UK, and I'm sure um, a big ACC school like U of L has pretty much everything to offer. Um, that mainstream media in the world is throwing at you—you you can get your hands on it pretty quick, and it's—it's it's crazy because growing up in Middletown, and you—you you just didn't have that. <laughs>
1: Even, I mean, even though at Eastern High School, there's, there's I mean, uh, you know, folks who do not know the Lord right. and who are just living fully for themselves, but you go to QK, it is 24-7 mm-hmm. of that.
3: I think also the, the benefit of uh, being an RA or just being any student at college, don't feel like you have to be an RA to have any in- kind of impact, but... Uh, high school and college are going to be, in my opinion, your two biggest mission fields. Growing up, and you know, you're going to find thousands of people at your high school, thousands of people at college for sure, um, that if they are just um, either far from the Lord or they've run from the Lord or what have you. Um, but it's actually one of the greatest mission fields because there's so many people all there to express their ideas, and so those kinds of conversations come up naturally, and um, you know, you'll find yourself. I mean, how many people do you know, they'll tell their testimony, and uh, their rock bottom was at college, you know, so you're actually in the thick of it, and you, you're there now, you know, you can talk to people while potentially they're on the hinge of their life, and so I think it's a really good opportunity um, just to reach out to those people. It's, it's and and, and,
1: and soon as they step on campus, I mean, the, the the Christians have an opportunity to influence, but then obviously the opposite is also true. And when you are when you walk on that campus, it is critical that you kind of know where you're going. And if you don't have a faith-based foundation, um, you could be in troubled water. It, but uh, that's that, that's where you're talking about the the Lord can really use the Christians to make a huge in, uh, difference in the lives of folks who don't know the Lord. I mean, yeah, that's what you're doing day in and day out.
0: Yes absolutely at
1: UofL well
0: I tell you what we're going to take a break we're going to hear more from Chad and Avery and Drew uh, from their perspectives about uh, what they see coming into college out of high school and also we're going to talk about things they wish they would have done differently things they're glad they did and just talk about the college life over the next few segments so we're going to take a break we'll be back shortly thank you for listening to Solid Steps Radio Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio. Chad Russell, Kurt Satter. We're talking today about college life and how to adapt and how to live your faith out in college. And uh, parents, if you're listening to this and you're sending your kids off to college and you want to change their bedroom into your office or you want to already take their bedroom and just change it over to what you want it to be for your your man cave, you need a new carpet probably. So you need to go to Carol Rogers Carpet One and they will have, take care of you in regards to flooring and all your flooring needs. Vision First, we want to thank them for being a partner of our show, Ellen and Credit Union and Bright Star Home Care. They're a great organization that help people stay in their homes for those who want that option. So we want to thank those businesses for partnering and ministering uh, with us uh, in this ministry.
1: So uh, Avery and Drew, you, you guys both became RAs. And tell us what, what is an RA?
3: Well, an RA just I think it stands for residential advisor. I haven't been one for a while, so I'm kind of <laughs> glad I forgot. but uh, they basically they're just uh, somebody who lives in the dorms with the students. They may have you know anywhere from 20. I think Drew had like 50 at one point, 20 50 residents. Um, that they are almost in charge of, you know, in charge of um, making sure they're doing what they're supposed to, making sure they're getting involved, they're in a community of some kind, uh, just kind of watching over them and then also uh, just making sure the building is safe. RAs are students as well. Yes, they're students that live in the dorms with the other students.
1: And uh, Drew, you had up to 50?
2: Well, so actually I had, yeah, I started out with 50 52 I think I can't can remember the exact number but like 48 of them were freshman girls and like 39 of them were all Greek life so in in sororities um but then halfway through my second semester RA uh, one of the RAs on our floor got fired um so me and the other RA on our floor had to split her residence and I ended up with about 80 residents um Whew. So yeah, we we had two RAs on a floor of about
1: 150 people. And okay, and so as RAs, I mean that's crazy. That may it's m- that may be crazy. Yeah. Does that mean
0: <laughs> that does that mean that you're the adult of the of
2: the
0: of the floor? You're, you're like,
2: the you're the person that they come to. I mean, yeah. And in the last couple of weeks of my being an RA, I was dealing with five roommate conflicts. um where these girls were just really struggling getting along living together. And, I mean, I get a knock on my door. You get, you get a knock on your door at 1 a.m., like, weekly, if, that, if, it, if not nightly. I mean, it feels like every night. Um, no, I mean, academic problems, I'm struggling in this class. I, I can't wake up for my 8 a.m. Or um, who do I go to to get help in this class? That kind of stuff to make an, an academic, you know, conducive
1: environment in the dorms. And you guys had to deal with a lot of um, I mean, you had to deal with a lot of alcohol issues and whatnot. Yeah,
2: like my my first, I think it was my first week and my first bust, everybody's like, oh yeah, you'll have you know you'll do your alcohol or marijuana bust. My first one was like a weekend. I had no clue what I was getting into. There was just marijuana reeking up the floor, and I like had the police in and everything and it just it was crazy. Um, I did not know what I had signed up to for at first, you know. I was just like, okay, week one, here we go in the books.
3: <laughs> and Avery, you, you had the same kind of thing, right? Oh, yeah. I, uh, the first time I ever actually saw marijuana, there was 10 pounds of it, and it was in bricks like you would see in the movies, and I thought, this can't be real. I mean, <laughs> what have I gotten into? So it's, it's pretty intense. You've also got students that are just really in need of the Lord. And just so far from him, um, I think in my time as an RA, I, th- I came across three students who wanted to take their lives, and so you see that kind of thing all the time. It really is a, a fresh perspective. Uh, you really do see the lowest point for people um, that are at that age and in college. So, yeah. So you, the, you get this huge gamut of,
1: of, of students who are walking healthily, and you know, and, and then you got the the whole other end of wanting to take their lives. But you. The, the the opportunity for ministry is like i mean the sky is the limit mm, talk yeah. about that a little bit
3: well and especially because i was an ra now i don't think you have to be an ra for this position to be available to you but um you know you you put in this position where people know who you are and they know not much about you other than i can go to this person um and you can be that for anybody at college then you don't have to be in a position of authority um but people are at their lowest moment in college and so um and there are thousands of people, like I've said. And everybody just feels like they have to talk to someone, you know, uh, you know, whether they are alone or not. I didn't even know very well the three people that came to me and said, Hey, I I wanna I wanna commit suicide, I wanna take my life. Um but those kinds of opportunities are, are present and available. Um and I think the best way you can, you know, minister to these people without having to branch off too far. Um, you know doing something uncomfortable you you can just pray for them and that was something that I did uh, when I was an RA and um, I believe Jude did as well but uh, we just had a little prayer group going on and that was something I was really afraid of because you know I was in a position where I was working for a university I was you know afraid oh shoot you know, maybe I'll lose my job because I'm expressing beliefs I'm not oh. supposed to be um, and so Uh, just making yourself available uh, is huge because people, you know, whether you be an hour away like I was, I was only an hour away from home going to UK, or if you're, I met somebody who's from New Jersey, you know, 10, 12 hours away, um, you do feel alone. And so uh, just having somebody to talk to is is huge. Wow. Go ahead, Drew. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're in that position of authority.
2: Like you work the desk. You see people um, in and out. I mean, on a weekend when you're working, we, we do something called a power weekend where you're in the building 24-7 from Friday afternoon until Sunday afternoon, and you don't leave the building, but you get one hour to leave the building. So, I mean, you're having food delivered there. So, people see you all the time, and they know who you are. They're like, oh, that guy's an RA. That guy's an RA, you know? And like Avery said, you're the go-to. He had how many... Um, You know, residents that didn't even really know him, but they knew from other people, hey, this guy cares about people, and so they wouldn't even go to their own RA. They'd be like, I'm going to Avery to talk, and uh, it just when people come to you, um, that job opens so many doors. I mean, I I can't even count how many opportunities I was able to like share the gospel with people on my staff, share the gospel with. Uh, residents, or just invite them to uh, what we're going to later talk a little bit more in depth with. But like the campus ministries on campus are an awesome outlet and availability to these residents, and that's my job as a resident advisor. Like I was supposed to say, hey, you know, here's what's on campus. So I mean, I'm the first thing I'm telling these kids is, hey, get get plugged in at
1: uh, one of these campus ministries. Yeah, and, and campus ministries talk of that. You you got. Uh you know, Chad, you do FCA at U of L. Yes, and uh, but you're also talking about crew. You're talking about
2: crew. Uh, Christian Student Fellowship is a big one at the University of Kentucky. Um, there's stuff like RUF. Um, I'm trying to think, Campus Outreach is a fantastic uh, campus ministry that UK has. Most of these campus ministries are universal
1: as well. And so, I mean, you're talking about hundreds and hundreds of kids mm-hmm. involved in these campus ministries. Chad, you got you do a weekly Bible study with the boatload of students that come, student athletes.
4: Yes, we have a Monday night program that we uh, we meet uh, every Monday night. So we'll share, Chris or myself, we'll share uh, from from scripture, story, whatever it may be. And then we always hear a student testimony, uh, typically a student athlete that will give a testimony every every Monday night. And uh, honestly, out of all the things that we do, that's probably the most unique uh, thing, the most powerful thing that we do is having a student athlete uh, share about their life change, whether they're in process or whether they're on the other side of that. Just how Jesus showed up in their life and, and how He's transformed their lives.
1: And I mean, you got you also got I mean. F- you know, student athletes coming, just checking uh, Christianity out. I mean, they are—they don't have really a clue about Jesus. And is that right?
4: Many, many, anywhere from anywhere from a self-proclaimed atheist to I've never heard the anything God. about uh, Scripture, the Gospel about Christ. They're hearing stories for the first time. I mean, in many ways, you feel like you're telling your kids stories at, uh, at bedtime, you know, for the first three, time. Three years,
1: three years old. Yes, I mean, absolutely. Uh, and, and you guys saw that at UK with CSF, right? I mean, you've got, you got boatloads of students showing up. Oh, and yeah. Have there's, I mean, yeah,
2: all, there's so many different walks of life on a college campus. It's crazy. You have people from, uh, we, we had uh, a guy that was on staff with Christian Student Fellowship last year. His name was Omar. He was Muslim. um and gave his life to the Lord, and is now uh, is now a believer, and was on staff at Christian Student Fellowship. We had, I mean, just so many people in different walks of life, different beliefs, um, you know, different uh, political views. Like, I mean, just create all over the board. And uh, it's it's like Avery said, it's a really cool. It's like the melting pot. It's, you're not going to have that type of connection and availability to people who are open to talk about what's going on in their lives and uh, what they believe. Like you
1: will in college. So, so y- do you you find the students who are not Christians. They're open to talking about spiritual things, talking about Jesus.
3: I think uh, actually, uh, you know, it, it's kind of funny. Um, they find you, and um, I remember, uh, you know, some instances where I did. You know, I was the one who would put myself out there and bring up those conversations. But a lot of them just happen by nature of being there. And I think that's the beauty of college and and especially high school too um, you know for those younger uh, kids but um, it it definitely comes to you and so you don't you know sometimes all it takes to be obedient is for you to have you know the second half of that conversation maybe not even the first. That's awesome.
0: We're going to take a break we're going to come back in the next segment we're going to have throw this question out to the guys and ask them if knowing what they know now what would they have done different coming out of high school into college and then maybe some of the things that they're glad they did well and they would have done again and uh and also talk to chad from that perspective of some of the things he sees uh, mistakes made coming in from freshman year or freshman year into college and out of high school so we're going to have that conversation in the next segment and uh for those of you who uh, want to hear this show in its entirety you can go to our facebook page on monday morning depending on when you hear this over the weekend we'll have that posted for all of our posts of all of our podcasts on our facebook page soundcloud Uh, You just type in Solid Steps Radio or you can go to org and click on the mic. We're going to take a break. We'll be back shortly on Solid Steps Radio.